Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Comfortably Average Podcast. I hope you're all really well. I'm very, very well today. It's hump day. It's our fourth hump day together. How are you, Lucy? Are you not going to introduce us like you usually do? What do I normally do? S1, F4. Oh, no, I said in the last episode I, I wasn't comfortable doing it. Do you think I should stick with that? I think you should. It's so, part of your brand. Yeah, I know it is. So welcome, everybody, back to the Comfortably Average Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Series one, episode four. I'm super excited. Hump day. How's your last fortnight been? Two weeks been? It's been busy. Yeah. But it's been excellent because Christmas decorations are out. <laughs> yes. Christmas carols yes. are out. Yes. Christmas. It's too soon for carols. No, it's not. But you've got to like you've got to miss stuff. Like you've yeah, got to like I've build. Been, I've been missing it for the last ten months. You know what? I, I turn into a fruit mince tart come December. You I are eat so, a fruit mince tart. <laughs> I eat so many. That, what are they called? Christmas puddings? No, they're little um, mince pies. Mince pies. Oh my god! Not a mince tart. Did I, I say mince tart? <laughs> <laughs> I've mince got a pies. question. Straight up, up front. Yeah. Why is it called a mince pie mm. when it's made from fruit and it's a tart? Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of our listeners could let us know that. That would Santa, be good. If you're listening, dear Santa. <laughs> dear Santa. <laughs> That's great for Christmas. We might do a Dear Santa list. Do you like mince pies? No. You don't like them? I don't like sultanas, dates, dried fruit. Like I, Baker's Delight. Mum makes really nice ones. Baker's Delight mince pies though, man, I love them. I save myself until December. I wait until December (laughs) (laughs) and I go hard at mince pies. I'm going to try and cook a um, Christmas cake this year. I love that. Yeah. With are you going to soak the fruit? Because you're, you're starting a bit late. I know. Like, no one believes me at home that I'll actually do it. Everyone's like, yeah, we know what you'll do. You'll you'll have the energy to want to do it, and then mm. we'll all be stuck actually doing it. Oh, classic Kendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we're like two minutes in and have completely deviated from the agenda. We have. So let's let, pull back, pull back. We're coming back to Christmas. Hump day, great. It's been really busy. Yes. It's been really busy, but I think that that is what makes this part of the year enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's full on, but you're really running towards the holidays. It's a sprint. Yeah. And you're no longer in that marathon mindset. You're in yeah, sprinting true. mindset. It's like final 100 meters. And, and you crack get, on. When is like that, that like point where you go, you go, I'm going to get this done before Christmas. And then there's this moment where you go, fuck it, it's next year. Oh, you that's know what I mean? The 19th <laughs> of December. I'm no like, way. Too I'm, late. No, I'm earlier than that. All of a sudden, I'll start bringing that forward and go, oh, Caroline or something. Oh, can you do this? I'm like, oh, <laughs> post Christmas, guys. Feels like a, a new year, new me <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Like it starts to come soon, right? You start to kind of go too hard mentally to deal with. That yeah. push it out. Yeah. No, I love this time of the year. I listened to our podcast the other day. You sound surprised when you say that. Why? Well, your face. You had a surprised face. No, I find, yeah, no. I listened to it. Um, I accidentally listened to it twice. I didn't realise I'd listened. <laughs> no, see, that's is that age-related, do you think? Yes. Like, I was like, oh, I better listen to the podcast. It's the and first, <laughs> first stage of cognitive decline. <laughs> I got like 10 minutes in, I'm like, I've listened to this already, actually. <laughs> um, I kept saying, does this make sense in the podcast over and over and over again? And it irritated me so much and I felt so bad for the people having to listen. <laughs> Have you been irritated? It made me think about when you kept saying I'm stuck in my own head. Like, you, you know, you were talking about you being sick I, of yourself. I need, I need to clarify here. <laughs> okay. Are you irritated with... Both of us, or are you irritated no. by listening to yourself? Well, a bit of both. Because no, that's no, no, going to no. change where this where I can this feel goes. the tone is changing. No, I was irritated with yeah, me saying. I'm defensive now. <laughs> no, I was irritated with me constantly saying, does this make sense? Does this make sense? I said it a lot. Well, have you prepared and done anything differently? I've written it down on my hand saying, <laughs> saying don't say, does this make sense? See, look, you can read it. <laughs> Don't say it. I reckon if we go back and count, <laughs> you've just dropped it 15 times. <laughs> Look, I think it's important to listen, yes. reflect, and then change our behaviour. Yes. So this is an opportunity for you to a hundred percent it is. feel differently next time you listen. Hey, by the way, this, <laughs> this, I've got a huge pimple on the side of my eyes. <laughs> I just touched it then accidentally. <laughs> Feels massive. Um, you know what? That's karma because you spent a lot of time in the last episode talking about how on social media you love watching 
Just oh a my pimple god! Popper. I did, didn't I? See, karma. I was talking to one of our colleagues earlier in the week, and they asked me what I did on the weekend. Did you garden? <laughs> For the first time oh in my, my life, I don't see you gardening. Okay, okay. I'm not only not did I see you gardening, <laughs> I see you paying for a gardener. But I don't see you. Excuse me. <laughs> Shiv has this hilarious video of him inside and me outside digging out the planter boxes. Like, well done, husband, <laughs> watching me do the work. That was on oh Saturday, gosh. so I prepared yes. the garden. My dad is gonna like die when he hears is he this. a gardener. My dad, yeah, absolutely. Mum is not a gardener. Dad does about 50,000 steps on a Saturday and Sunday combined in the garden. Really? They have an amazing garden. But mm. hold on, this is about me. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Come back. So me. I've prepared the planter boxes yes. on Saturday. Yes. Sunday, big activity for Sunday. Bunnings trip. Oh, I Chip love and I have Bunnings. gone to Bunnings. I love Bunnings. Now. Bunnings could sponsor us. Bunnings, listen, listen to this. Okay. Yeah. So my the big joy for me was yeah. pushing the trolley, like the special the, garden trolley. The garden trolley. It's like the yeah. big boy, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, really hard to steer though. Like you gotta anyway. Yeah, so we've got three planter boxes. Now wow. remember that they've been prepared beautifully. In the first one, we've got a north facing garden. So basically everything that's been put in our garden has died because it's got sun from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. I never know north, south. Caroline says it all the time. I don't. That's hopeless to you saying north okay. facing. It means nothing. Sun all day. Sun all day. Good. Sun all day. That's better. Summer, winter, whatever. Yeah. So we've got, I hope, I really hope we've done this right, but we've got one plant box Unlikely. with hibiscus <laughs> flowers because my theory is they grow in Fiji. Fiji is hot and hot. sunny mm. all the time. Mm. Makes sense. So they're going to grow. The second planter box, tomatoes. Oh, We've got Father Tom's you are, heirloom. You guys have definitely hit 30s, right? Like, well, now you're, like, you're growing. Croissant tomatoes. Yes. Right, the third oh, planter no. box. What do you think's in the third one? Um, herbs of some sort. No. Am I close? Chilies. Ch- close. We've Very got a close. Carolina yeah. Reaper. Carolina? Oh. Carolina Reaper. It's the hottest chili in the world. Really? We're growing it in our backyard. Do you eat a lot of chili food? Yes. My husband is Indian, so we have lots and lots of chili I just... and spicy food in our life. In fact, when I met him, I couldn't have sweet chili sauce. So, you know, when you have sweet wedges chili sauce. and sweet chili and sour you cream. You couldn't have sweet chili? No, my mouth was on fire. Oh, my gosh. Now oh my gosh. <laughs> I have graduated to the main dish. His mum is... used to make me my own separate Korma. food. No. <laughs> His mum used to make me my own separate food with no chili and spices in it. And now yes. I... After seven years, I'm on the main dish. Wow. You're you're off the kids' table. I'm off the kids' table. Good on you. Uh, And I'm very proud of that, actually. So now we have chilies in our garden. So it was that moment where it was like, tell me you're 30 without telling me you're 30. (laughs) I've been planting. Any house we move into, we see trees. We're cutting down. (laughs) <laughs> they aren't surviving with us. So we... I guess you're not out there doing the protest for, like, save the environment, are you? Uh, depends no. on who's listening. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are, but we're, we're very squared. So if you see our house, it's like square, grass. Yeah. Boxy, grass. boring. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and we love it, though. Like, we're like, we're all over it. So we've killed... My dad has saved so many lemon trees from us, it's not funny. Oh, like, we've got a lemon tree and a lime tree. Yeah, but you end up with thousands of them. And then you, Caroline puts them out the front, free lemons. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like giving anything away for free. You know, it's like. <laughs> you don't. I want some You're a product, you are a product <laughs> of capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Talking about like um, uh, greenery and stuff, we've put, we've laid grass at the house, right? It's a new house, new grass. Don't try and be a green eco-warrior <laughs> no, now. Not. So, for that. so, like, to get when you get new grass, right, you've got to fully water it in. Yeah, like, massively water it in. I don't right? know. I've literally never laid grass. Neither have I, but this is what the people who told us, right? So, you got, you got to water it, water it, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so I'm on the nature strip and I've got, like, the hose and I've been doing this day and night, like, to try and because I'm a tight ass and I'm like, we spent money on this grass. <laughs> it, it better survive, like, seriously. <laughs> and so I had a podcast in. And I've got podcast in, I'm watering, shh, water, water, water. Definition of narcissism, listening to yourself while watering your lawn. I wasn't <laughs> listening to myself. <laughs> and there are so many, there's a lot, quite a few elderly people in our street and they keep walking past me 
disrespecting the headphone laws. Headphones in, guys, no talking. And they come up, walk past, and I did almost trip them over with a hose, which made me feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> this old guy, he almost tumbled. And I'm like... <laughs> Only a tiny bit guilty. <laughs> well, he could wow. have stepped over, the 92-year-old. You've got to respect the headphones, don't you? Like, I don't think elderly people understand. The headphone in means... Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Like, this is not a safe zone. I'm zoned out. I'm like, you know. So he probably deserved a bit of a tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I That's wouldn't want to be an old person on your street. No, but you know what I mean. If you've got headphones in, like, I'm not available. Talking about availability. Yes. Last ep, we covered that you're a family stalker and you have a virtually naked family. I don't have a virtually naked <laughs> You do because you're all interconnected on Find My Friends. Oh, that's right. So yes. I want to, I really want to follow up. Mm. Have Chloe and Jack taken my absolute sage wisdom no. and turned off Find My Friends or no. are they still fully available to their parents? At all times. Completely available. And Caroline and I talked about this and we were, like, really getting stuck into you. <laughs> we're, like, going, oh, yeah, let's see how tough she is. She has kids one day, hey? Well, but we'll do it like these ones. <laughs> Such a shame that podcasting is not a visual medium. <laughs> you know when you we like, we did a pile-on of you? Like, you know when you start, I said, did you hear about Liz? Yeah. And then it escalated real quick. What would she know, you know? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I enjoyed it, actually. Well, you know what? I'm going to say it again. You can't, You have to. It's, it's a... It, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Now, I'm going to move into Chris and Lucy <laughs> solve the world's most average yes. problem. Yes. I do like the All right. So, Chloe and I, my daughter and I, a couple of weeks ago, we did the Melbourne Marathon. Now let me let me Did just stop. You run it. <laughs> let me just stop. Because you're a runner. I'm a runner. <laughs> Were you wearing lycra? Well, no, no, no. Oh, we talked about this. Men aren't allowed to wear. <laughs> men shouldn't wear lycra unless they've got shorts over the top. <laughs> I don't think it's right. It's not PG at all. I do have like little lycra short. Lycra. <laughs> Lycra, sure. Lycra, that sounds weird now. Shorts underneath. So, anyway, we were doing the um, run. So, the answer is yes, you did wear lycra. Underneath. Otherwise, you get a really awkward chafing. It's like. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Carry on. Let's just move on. <laughs> we are doing the 10K run, right? And so, yeah. we did the 10K run. And I do run a fair bit, yeah? So, I, I've i got this image. This has actually come up before already. You have an image, mental image of yourself of how, how good you look. And I've got this image, and I had this, I had this image of Chloe and I, like you know, father daughter running, looking amazing, blah 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 blah. blah. You. Yeah. So we did the ten k run, finished it, and then later in the day, you get an email with, you know, there's some pictures of, of you two running, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, this will be so beautiful. These pictures. I'm like, Chloe, 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 look, let's have a look at the pictures. Fuck me, mate. We opened up the first picture, and we both looked at each other, and Chloe was like, delete it, delete it. <laughs> Boy, he looked horrendous. So they're they're not going above the fireplace. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know when you look at yourself and I'm like, I don't look like that. And then I started to think there's some things that you do you shouldn't see yourself doing. You shouldn't see yourself doing certain things. And I've come to the conclusion running's one for me. Like, I'm not stopping running. I can't look at myself. But that's not that. the true genesis of this story. Well, the true and I'm genesis not is. You, <laughs> I am not letting well, you bury the lead on this. So, because the true genesis of this story okay. is actually. It's worse. It's yeah, wor- it, it is, is worse. far worse. So Share it with the people. So I, I think I told you that we've moved into a, we've built a house, we've moved into the house. I don't think you've told us. You should tell us again. So we, we've we had a house. We bulldozed, we've built, rebuilt, <laughs> and we've just moved in. <laughs> and Too much detail. Sorry, I can't help it. Um, so on. we've moved into the house. We moved in about a couple of weeks ago, right? So, yep. And it's amazing, really lucky. And the bathroom, we've got an ensuite, and we haven't had any of this stuff for years, right? So we've got this amazing ensuite, right? And the ensuite. They don't have ensuites in tents. <laughs> no, <laughs> we had a toilet tent. Um, so like the ensuite, right, if you walk in, it's got like, a mirror and a basin, like a his and hers, I guess is what you'd call it. Or his and his, her and hers, whatever. You choose your poison, right? Whatever. So two mirrors. And the way that 
And so anyway, and a really big shower, an amazing shower, right? So anyway, rain first shower, shower. Rain shower heads. Big rain shower head. Oh, yeah, yes. it's really nice. Love like, that. Really, really nice. So first shower, I'm like, turn the world around. I'm slowly getting into the shower and I'm like going, and it's an emotional moment, right? We've moved into this house. I'm like, oh, my God, dream, dreams are coming true, right? Like, <laughs> I'm high-fiving Hendo now. Uh, I really am. So anyway, I'm, I'm, here I am and I'm showering. <laughs> so I'm laughing. I'm showering, I'm showering. And then I turn around away from the shower head and the mirror is staring straight at him and I get straight away see myself showering myself like complete nudity and I'm like like I've got a fright like I turned around and went oh my god so I'm like, <laughs> this no. is this is such a major design flaw oh my gosh you shouldn't see yourself showering like you shouldn't have to stand there and watch yourself in the shower so how do you how do you overcome this I know bulldoze out <laughs> start again I've just had to get used to it like because you now, so now I literally shower staring at myself. Have you ever done that before in no, a mirror? I've never been in a location where the shower has been directly opposite the yeah, mirror. I don't. We have definitely missed this one. In I the guess design. our interior designers were better than yours. <laughs> Can you imagine doing it though? No. Like, it's like you're literally staring yourself, and it's like I agree. There are what, things you should not see yourself do. You can't see yourself do that. Yes, showering, showering, and it, it is literally like um, play school. You know the play school they used to have. Oh, the, you've got an arch window. We've got an arch. So I'm standing nude right in the middle of the archway <laughs> <laughs> with like soap coming down. It's, oh god, it's, it's horrendous. And so right. some stuff you shouldn't see yourself doing. Yeah, running. As you get older, I think it's worse. I think it's worse. It definitely is. Stuff it definitely just, is. Everything just moves and gets out of shape, I think. Oh, and here you were telling us last week that you were an elite athlete. Speaking of different views of people. Yeah. I was <laughs> travelling again recently. Jet setter. And jet setter. And I was walking through Sydney City, Barangaroo. I've actually Can't never. say that. But I've yeah. never been. So I love it around there. Yeah, I've never been down yeah. to that area. So I was walking to find a coffee and I noticed that tourists just really don't care what people think of them. And this is positive. So, you know, they were standing in front of the new casino building. Oh, yeah, that's massive. Like the biggest smile on their face. For a building. For a building. And I thought, wow, you know, we might have lost a little bit of the joy in the mundane things Mm. in our life. And imagine if you could, like, walk into the office or walk into the house to cook dinner with that big Cheshire cat smile and just go. You take it for granted, don't you? It's the joy of being a tourist and just, like, look at this building, look at this mundane thing. So you need to slow down. Yeah, but also, you know, they are standing there, backpack on. Yeah. Socks and sandals. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) tourists just don't care what people think about them. The flip side of what you've just said is that that is something that we should see ourselves doing. Mm. You know, enjoying the the little things. Yeah. That is true, isn't it? You don't stop to look at stuff, do you? No, I just, I looked at this family and I went, Mm. I'm going to walk the rest of the way to whatever coffee shop I find with a huge smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny how many other people start to look at you and start smiling back. At you? I smile. Do you smile at people? I do. Um, oh, probably depends on my mood, maybe. Probably depends on maybe my I mood. Maybe I think I smile at Like, people. I wear my heart on my sleeve, so I'm not. at that age, too. I'm at the creepy age, I think, too. Well, you've been there for a long time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think I... You're a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? I feel like if I smiled at people, I'd need to be careful, maybe. <laughs> Since we're solving the world's average problems, we yes. did actually get some people right oh, in. We did, Yes. And they have not let Thank us Thank you to down. those people. Yeah. One is someone from the gym that I go to the gym with. Okay. Uh, so I love the, the local level oh, of it's, support. It's obvious you go to the gym, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Thanks. So the first question. Yeah. This is from- I haven't seen these. Yeah, okay. Emma. You haven't seen these. No. Emma wants to know, how do you curate your clothes? That suggests I have like a <laughs> shitload of clothes. I, oh, aren't you sick of this jumper? <laughs> like, yeah, I am. I don't curate my clothes. I don't have that many. So you like, take a casual approach to yeah. sort of life. Yeah. I, I don't. Casual life, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you pick your clothes? Actually, you got a new shirt this week. I got week. a new shirt this week and got you mixed reviews. You surprised everyone with a whole new outfit. Yeah. yeah you no, did, I did have... 
An interesting colour green. It looked like I vomited on myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say I curate them by physicality <laughs> because if you're having a fat day. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I don't. I'm an elite athlete. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? You, yeah, some days. I said the other day, remember I had a looser top on. I said yeah. I wasn't in the headspace to have like a tighter shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Like I needed space that day. Like yeah. I think I curate based on and I will, I will curate based on my kids as well. Like if I want to try and you dress for your kids, yeah. Because if I want to get them up and about a bit, like I'll put red or you Party know what I mean. Like I'll get a, I'll try and mm. like you know, let's get into this, you know. Like, but look, there's not a hell of a lot of curating going on. It's probably more physical, you know. Like, you know, you put tops on though, and you kind of go, "I'm not wearing this today." Like I put a jumper on the other day over a shirt, and I went, "That this is not happening today at all." <laughs> and I tried to get the jumper off so quickly and Did forget you get about all, it. All tangled in it. Yeah. <laughs> But you know when you get in, you just go, I need to forget that image real quick. Yeah. Like that's got to get out because that's going to bring me down. Like, it's, gonna do cha- it's changing the vibe It of changes the day, the day doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, I can probably take this question now that you've answered it. <laughs> I think it depends what you're doing as well. So I've got a lot more. Gardening. Yeah, gardening. I've got a lot more clothes in my cupboard yeah. than you do. <laughs> I really don't have a lot. <laughs> and accessories. Mm. Depends if I have to pack it. Like, am I going to the gym in the morning? Mm. Do does it need ironing? You wear jumpers, so you don't have to iron your shirt. I think so. we should all agree globally that we don't need to iron stuff. Some things just look better. No, they don't. Ironed. If we all just accept it, I like a then suit. We- you don't like suits. No. So I'm curating my outfit based on what I want to feel for the day. Like, do mm. I need to be serious, oh, that's or do I need yeah. to be like yeah, happy, yeah. fun? Because if I need to be serious, then I've got to not wear, like, super fun colours. That's interesting. Um, And also, like, what am I doing? Because I love a high heel, like super high heel. And that's not always practical if I've got to do a lot of walking, public transport. Yeah. You know, can be problematic. So, great question. Thanks. That's an interesting question, though, right? Like, I actually... I want you to think about it. I want to think about that one. Over the next one. I've definitely eliminated... Well, I on purpose don't have a lot of clothes and I get rid of them all the time. Because yeah. it's just another decision I have to make. Look, I've got a quick question yeah. for you yeah. from Brett. Bretty. Good Brett. friend of mine growing up, Bretty. Brett wants to know, do you always take an umbrella with you? Never have an umbrella. Yeah, it's weird. Ever. But I was thinking about this when I saw this question come in. We live somewhere, like it's already rained twice today. Yes. I have an umbrella in the car and I look at it no. regularly it- and think, I don't need you today. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this solo. <laughs> And then I get soaked. But Why don't I just carry it with me? Why don't I do that? No, because it's the height of glass half empty person, I reckon. It is the most conservative person who does this. You are so right. It's like, oh, I'm backing in rain today. Yeah. It's like, oh, great, good one. Like maybe if you thought, like I went for a run yesterday. Was it yesterday? We morning? get it. You're a runner. <laughs> This doesn't just happen, Lucy. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> um, no, and this guy, this older bloke, he, I can't believe he asked this question. He had like an umbrella, you know, they like curl. to his leg. No, he put in like into the pocket, you know, the curl at the end of the handle and he had yes. it hooked into his pocket. And I thought, how conservative are you, mate? Like, like you're banking on rain. He's like, a pessimist. I think it's glad. Yeah, when I see people who go, let's get an umbrella, I'm like, negative people. Don't be near me. Get away from me. All right, Brett. Don't write in again. <laughs> hey, last one that I've selected because we just got inundated yep. with questions. Yep. How much money will you spend today? How much money will I spend today? Hardly anything. Well, I already bought your coffee, so, you know, True. you're $5 plus. True. And mentally I go, now I can buy myself one later because I give myself a budget of coffees and I'm up one but down money, if that makes <laughs> sense. You have. A real knack for making the most simple things so convoluted. And then I can't understand simple things anyway (laughs) or complex things for that matter. No, Um, 20 bucks maybe at the most. I can't see me even spending $20 today. Well, um, but you've got hidden costs like your mortgage. You are paying that today. No. Let's go cold, hard, physical cash. Zero for me. I don't carry cash. Don't carry cash. Oh, that's a lie. I've got $5 in my wallet and I've been holding on to it for six months now. I refuse to spend it because it's the only cash I have. You know what I love? It's not going to get me far, but, you know, it makes <laughs> me feel good to know it's there. Oh, I had the biggest win the other day. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent, but two seconds. I had yeah. to go to the tip the other day 
and it's expensive the tip and I, it irritates me paying for mm. all the tip anyway I get to the tip Jack was with me we get there and the guy's like ATM's not working he goes um, oh, uh, do you have any cash and straight away you go I'm getting in for free here <laughs> and I did have cash in the car I'm like mate who, carry, who carries cash, mate? <laughs> hey, bro, who carries cash? No one. Bro, who carries cash? <laughs> and, and I was looking at Jack going, we're getting this. Well, you know, the minute they say the machine's not working, you got cash, that's signal for you're getting this service for free. Yeah. Like, it's like, it I is. don't know. Not, not a lot of money. Not a lot of money. I, I buy reckon, lunch. I reckon $20. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, but that adds up, though, I've right? only got five left then. Parky. You don't get more like, coffees. All right, next coffee's on you then. Milky bars are on me. You wouldn't understand that, would you? That's an old ad. (laughs) So keep going. You're too old for me. I was listening to one of my favourite podcasts. Oh, what? Mark Burris. Oh, straight to like Mark Burris. He did this awesome episode with Ed Cavalier. Like Ed, big guns, Ed. Big guns. He's big guns, Ed. His wife is what's her name? A trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Mrs. Cavalier. (laughs) Very old school of you. Laura? Lorna? No. Laurie's, uh... I thought it was Tiffany. Tiffany, that's it. Oh, yeah. way off. No. <laughs> anyway, he yeah. did this really cool thing, and I'm going to try it with you. Now, this could be an epic fail. Oh, my gosh. But... Okay. Should I okay. sit up? Sit up. Prepare yeah. yourself. I don't, I'm slouching. Hey? Okay. I want you to tell me. <laughs> you Closing don't need to off. close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to tell me your top three animals. Top three animals? Favourite animals and why they're your favourite. So, go animal what, and the do you reason. Mean, like, type of animal? Animals. Like, oh, okay. my favourite animal is a squirrel. Okay. Why is it my favourite animal? I'm not going to say a joke there. <laughs> Go. I don't know if I've got three that I like. I would say dog. Why? Because I love my dog, Lucy. No. What about oh. the you? <laughs> but you said why. Yeah, but what's the characteristic of that animal? Loy- that like? Loyalty and love. Okay, perfect. Yep. Second? Cat. They are the most selfish things ever. I love it. <laughs> I think you can learn a lot. And what's your third one? Um, probably those big horses. <laughs> Shetland ponies? No, the big ones, the really, really big ones. What are they called? <laughs> what are the big ones called? They're Drysdales. Oh. Yeah, Drysdales. Clydesdales? <laughs> Drysdales. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so this has not worked even remotely how I wanted it going. to. Clydesdale. No. Okay, so my, my three, I did this model, I listened and I did it and then I didn't tell you about it Yeah, because I wanted to see if it works in real life. Did it and work? And I think it does. So I'll tell you my three Yeah, and then we can go through it. So my favourite animal in the world is a squirrel and it's a squirrel. <laughs> it's a squirrel because when they... <laughs> Stop. I'll stop. It's a squirrel because when they jump out of trees and land on the ground, yes. they land in like a superhero pose. Like oh. legs bent, one hand in the air, one hand on the ground. If you don't believe me, Google like squirrel a, landing on the ground. They're not eh? But anyway, let me, I will Google it. It's a squirrel. squirrel. My second favorite animal yes. is um, a great white shark. I'm obsessed with them. Sharks oh, love them, particularly great white. Terrifying, terrifying, <laughs> but like weirdly majestic. And then my third favorite animal yes. is a butterfly. Oh, gentle. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. What does that mean? Your first yeah. animal that you said yes. is how you present yourself to the world. Love and loyalty. So you present love and loyalty. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not I, sure about I that. I present as a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> do I present as love and loyalty? Yeah, you do. The second one is who you want to be. Oh, my so gosh. So I want to be an apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be... Selfish. Selfish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And thirdly... Yes, the Clydesdale. And you, you didn't ask me why. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, but this is good because... Yes. The third one is who you are. It's who you actually are. Oh, because I said, I in my mind, I said Clydesdale because I wanted to be like big <laughs> and like just towering over everything. <laughs> Cumbersome. Cumbersome. That's really interesting, isn't well, it? Mine is a butterfly because I do think I come across as soft and gentle. Wow. Okay. So that's... I love this. Yeah. So play along at home. Play along, kids. Play along. I'm going to do that tonight to there's Caroline. There's also kids. spring is my favourite time because there's a little white butterfly that coincides weirdly with whenever I've had a bad day. Yeah. It's on the front door 
waiting mm. for me when I get home. And it's been there the last couple of days. Um, I like the silence so of butterflies. Really nice. I just think they're really, they're really amazing. In my previous life, I worked with the deaf community mm-hmm. and butterflies are often used as a symbol to represent that community and hearing because mm. butterflies, I'm going to get this wrong, but butterflies communicate through the vibrations of their wings and that's part of our hearing system interesting so fun facts that was a really interesting model because in we didn't execute on it nearly as well but we did get there we did we did get that and it does work hey should we move on yeah it's time for drum roll please (laughs) (laughs) career corner the career corner do you like the career corner i love it why do you like it i just think it's practical advice yeah we also got feedback that for some of our friends who are earlier in their careers than we are, just starting out, it's little tidbits mm. that help them navigate some of the the questions that an organisation document can't help you yes. answer. It's between the lines. It's the it's the, it's the uh, it's the feelings stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what have you got for us today, Christopher? Uh, there's a couple of things I was going to talk about today. Is one thing that I did... It's a pet peeve? Well, I don't know if it's a pet peeve because I've done it before as well. It's just a question. I'm interested to ask you this okay. question, actually. What do you think if you're in a meeting and somebody turns up late but they're holding a fresh takeaway cup of coffee? You better have brought one for me. <laughs> <laughs> have you been in those meetings? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're there and then they just clearly they've made that call to go... Oh, I'm just going to get the Coffee's coffee. Coffee's way more important than you. I have. Uh, have I done it before? You definitely yeah, would. I've, no, you haven't because nah. somebody always gets your coffees. Oh, that is a lie. <laughs> I buy coffees. Who yeah, gets my coffees? You fund them, but you don't carry them. Well, <laughs> as a runner, I need to reserve energy. <laughs> How do I feel about that? Two parts. Would you say something to the person? No, never. God, I'm a people pleaser, and that would mean that non, they might not like me. Non-confrontational, yeah. I'm not non-confrontational. I'm just not like I'd probably do that. Yeah. That's why I. What you would turn up late with a coffee? Yeah, that's why I plan 15 minutes ahead of any meeting that I need to be in to be in the room. Mm-hmm. So I'm already there. So then anybody else that comes in, I'm is an early person. Late. Like I'm an early person. Yeah. You're an early bird. Yeah. Nah, I'm definitely yeah. an early bird. I thought, I just think it's funny. I love seeing the looks that people get, you know, it's like oh, that person has chosen to go to coffee. What if they uh, arrive late with multiple coffees? Nah, nah. Wow. Nah. No, because it's like somebody going, my time's more important than yours. Tough crowd over here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the other thing I was going to talk about in Creek Corner this week was, and I don't know if I've got a really good answer to this one. It's just something that I think comes up a fair bit. And I actually heard it the other week, but it's it's something called the illusion of agency. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I don't have an answer to this one necessarily. It's more a, a general talking point because I was listening to a um, magician, famous magician. Well, I don't know if you call him famous, but he was talking about the uh, – illusion of agency actually in his world where he's obviously doing magical tricks and to do so like really amazing ones actually he was a pickpocket that's how he made a lot of his money initially through pickpocketing but it's this notion of people does this magician have a name yeah but i i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) and i'm supposed to be more organized that's the one thing caroline told me to do she said you need to get more organized (laughs) okay that can be for post christmas yeah okay season Um, two but it was really interesting because he he basically picked pockets people by giving them a sense of this illusion of agency mm. but they don't he's actually controlling them really and he's taking them through frames of life and yep. actually diverting them away and it's an interesting um talking point for your own career right in these moments where do you actually have agency in your career is it just an illusion and what does that mean for you like how do you navigate through this if you don't actually have control, where do you have control? What components of your career can you have control or agency over and therefore point and direct? Yeah. And I think it's just come up for me over numbers of years and realising at times I thought I had agency where I didn't, you know, I had not no agency actually. Why do you think it's important to put that question to people though? Yeah, there's two things I think. One is it actually can feel relieving because 
you don't actually have control. Like there's lots of things you don't have control over, mm. right? And so there's an element of almost letting go and that I find can be, I think last week I spoke a bit about it's, it feels lighter, yeah. like your backpack, having a small backpack. It's yeah. the same type of thing in some respects, right? It's like actually the world can feel a little bit lighter when you realise you don't have agency over lots of things. Yeah. And so you could worry about stuff. You could try and craft the career out and but actually there's just an element where you're never going to actually have any agency over stuff just happens. Mm. But I think that on the flip side of that argument is to say you need to step into your career and find out and figure out where you can have some agency and control it, you know. So don't let everything happen to you. Step into zones where you can have agency. Yeah. Where you, you could have agency and have, like, own it, own it. Like, don't look for others to kind of do do everything for you or get everything for you. Like own, step into the space and own it and say, I'm going to have agency here and I'm going to drive this. So I know they're kind of, they're, they're competing things I've spoken about, right? They don't make sense together. On branch. Yeah. On branch. <laughs> um, I think that you might have a story to share with the people, which, which kind of puts this into practice. And it's about the time where an organisation tried to fire you and oh. you said no. <laughs> Yes, you're right. I think this is a really good demonstration of both of these concepts. Yeah, you're right. So can you take us back to that? I can. Is it a cold, rainy day? Is it a sunny day? I know you like to give us the peripheral details, So really set the scene for us. So um, I was really happy because... You were young as well, full head of hair. I was living in London, yes. Yes, I was living in London and I was happy because I just started going out with Caroline. Ooh. Yeah, so we'd only recently got together. And uh, she had a separate apartment to mine in London and I'd been staying over there a fair bit. It was just a really this, lovely time. This might be too much peripheral information. <laughs> you told me to get peripheral. <laughs> Caroline might want this bit cut out too, actually. <laughs> the kids are probably going, Nuff, no. Nuff. <laughs> anyway, that was what, when you said peripheral, Happy that's what times. came, that's what came to my mind. Anyway, I only had like six weeks left in London, six to eight weeks left in London. And um, I had two job offers. I took one of these particular jobs. It was going to get me through to the end. And then I was traveling for a few months, right? So... It was the end of my tour of duty over in London, right? <laughs> so I took this one job. I got to like day three or day four. Um, I was sitting next to a South African guy who we clicked really early on. Anyway, going like on day four and I'm like, sit down. He goes, look, everyone's everyone's finishing today. I said, what do you mean everyone's finishing today? He said, every temp has to finish today. And I'm like, no way. And he said, yep, they're, they're finishing all the temps. So he said, I'm going, this person, it's a big floor. You're going. Yeah, he's like, so you're finishing up. I'm like, bullshit, no way. I've got six weeks to go and I needed that cash. Like I couldn't, I needed every cent we for that trip. We don't have a good savings plan no, at this point no, no, in no. our life. Yeah. No, I'm like 22, travelling, living London. Like I don't have money. So My money is going for beers? Be, total, it's it. alcohol, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I... I could see then like the classic kind of room HR and the manager, uh, and this is in, I was in finance then, and I could see them slowly bringing the individuals <laughs> one by one into the room. And so I'm like, this is not happening to me today. No way. So I had I had time to consider, right? But I guess to your point, maybe this is a, you know, I don't have an out of control. Well, you're you H for Henderson, so you're like halfway down yes, south. Yes, yes, So you've got time yes, to observe. Yeah, correct. And create a plan. And it was at the end of London, so I was a bit sick of everything as well. So I was a bit sick of the tube. So I, I had a bit ahead of steam by the time I went into the room, right? Okay, so you've gone into the room. Going to the room, right? Hi, Chris, you know, and that's only been a few days and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, you're going to have to finish up, you know, tomorrow on Friday. And um, I just said no. (laughs) And he's like, uh, and, you know, like him and the HR person like looking at each other and they're like, oh, no, this is it's a global thing. Times are tough. Blah, I blah, think blah, blah, you blah. misunderstood. It wasn't yeah, a question. Yeah, yeah, sort of reiterated. And I said, no, I'm not finishing on Friday. I'm not finishing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to keep showing I up. I said, I've got a six-week contract. I'm not finishing. And the person who was doing it, the manager, he was the one who interviewed me as well. And yeah. I was really clear. I'm like, six weeks left. Does that suit you? Suits us. Great. Perfect. You know what I mean? So I was really honest. It wasn't like a long-term thing. And um, he's like, no, you've missed No, no, like you're, you're being sacked, you know, like you're finished. <laughs> and I said, I am not leaving on Friday. I said, oh, I was like, I spoke to you last week. I told you what was happening. I've got six weeks. This is a huge company. 
you better go figure out at your end, but I'm not leaving on I Friday. Mean, like you're 22, <laughs> right? Yes. There's a, I, I asked you actually yes. when you told me this story yeah. a long time ago, I said to you, so Chris, if you ever fire me and I say no, how's that going to go? And you were like, no, nah, it's not going to work. <laughs> I, I just can't. I had time to think about it, right? Like but I had. Like you, what are you thinking about? You're just saying no. I'm just thinking too bad. Figure it out. Like I don't care. Like it's not happening. It was awkward. Like HR were hopeless. That was so just... you are the only one that doesn't get fired. I, so You continue to come back so for the, the end next of the day, five and a half weeks. Yeah, every day. And they hated me. What did you they, do for those five No, no, weeks? I was busy. I was still working. Like That's a whole other story. But I was... <laughs> Like I kept working the whole time and I'd do my job, but they, no one spoke to me because every other temp had gone. Some had been there for ages. Everyone was gone. Wasn't and there I was a lady that had been there for like 20 years? There's loads of people who'd been there for ages. And, and you're here three days? Yeah. No. And they're all gone and I sat there for six and a half weeks and he didn't speak to me at all until the last day and I was attempting to get your timesheet signed. Yeah. And it was like 11 o'clock and I went over there he signed the timesheet and he looked at me and he goes, um, you've cost me a fortune. And I said, okay. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that, was it. Uh, it. that was it. I mean, I think the learning in there for everyone is there's always a silver lining. Might not seem like mm. it at the time. Yeah. But you can you can find it. And when in doubt, just pull a hand over yes. and say <laughs> no. I think that the agency is a really interesting thing to think about. Like I said at the start, I don't, I, didn't, I don't think there's necessarily a good answer to it. I think it's a concept to always consider your level of actual agency. And by agency, I guess I'm meaning an element of control and what does that look yeah. and feel like. Certainly, I think as you get more mature and a bit older and more experienced, I think you feel like you have greater agency. But again, I think there's the, the sooner you can step in there and realise there's lots out of your control, but there are bits you can maybe try and control and step into that and try and own that, then I think you'll be able to craft a better pathway. I probably have a different take on it. Mm. I've crafted my career about finding the gap in between where my agency starts and finishes. Yeah. And really blurring the line of illusion for who actually owns what part of the agency. Yeah. So I've spent a lot of time being the person that starts the new team, fixes the problem, builds a team. Once they're up and running and is successful, I move on and do a new kind of mm. venture. Part of the illusion of agency is that most people really like working within the confines and the parameters of a position description, yeah. a role description. They like to know yeah. what's expected of them, what are the KPIs to overachieve. Yep. I've often found that for me, if I do that, I'm competing against 200 other people that are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So if yeah. I can shift the marker a little bit and go off, and squirrel away. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. On something that's kind of still part of the remit, but slightly adjacent. Yeah. It's a problem that no one else can fix. Yeah. Then suddenly the parameters of your agency become a lot bigger because yep. you're solving or you're fixing or you're generating something that nobody else is doing. And then the only competition is yourself. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's a really valid point. I think it manifests itself in a lot of different ways yep. in our workplaces, but it's a creative outlet for me. Yeah. So I love the concept of agency being an illusion Yeah. and then finding ways to really challenge that in a profitable yeah. kind of way. Yeah, and you build, you know, I think the more you do that, and that, that, I think there's a whole concept around you know, problem solving and finding problems worth solving is really important mm. because in doing what you're doing, you're basically creating career currency. Yes. So once you've got currency, then you can really start trading and then you really are in the game of agency. That's the key to it. Um, I'm going to change my LinkedIn tagline. To something. Agency. The other thing something. That, I reckon the other thing <laughs> to think about though is um, I, I remember when Jack was born and someone said to me, your life is really easy now. I'm like, what are you talking about? All that stuff. I'm like, mm. that's no way. Is that true? He said it is because you you have your your role is really well defined now, and all you have to do is create moments for your child, 
Well, you, I thought you were going to say keep them alive. I was no, like, simple. <laughs> no, no, no. You said all you have to do is just create memories for for your children yeah. now. It's really simple. and It is simple when you think about yeah, it Yeah, like he said that. that's the only job you have to do now is just create moments and memories for them. And, um, well, you and, gave and the Jack a really good one when you <laughs> slid your face down the, <laughs> down the urinal. Oh, stop. <laughs> your career can be a bit like that too, though, right? Mm. Like we, 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 we make simple things really complex. And so actually that's kind of the same rule for your career, right? It's just about creating lots of interesting memories of things for you to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's kind of all you really need to do. So I think if you're... That's, I think it's more if you're active in your career. Like I think all power to the people who just want to rock up and do stuff nine to five. I reckon that's awesome. But if you want to get more active in it, I think then there's the opportunity for you to go, how do I just create memories of my career? If you and just want to be that. a Lululemon wearing work person <laughs> <laughs> in your work athleisure, yes, uh, correct. follow Hendo's life advice. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, tag me. Hey, I want to finish today on my favourite topic ever. What? Two, actually. I'm going rogue. I'm putting in an extra one. I got a text message from a friend. She's probably the greatest. friend? Shut (laughs) up. She's the greatest person you will ever meet. Her name's Angel. She's- Just think Robert Williams straight away. Angel sent me a text message to say how much she loves the pod, Mm. but also she can't wait to hear your next- urinal story (laughs) so what have you got for us today i don't know where we were but we were somewhere and i needed to go to the toilet and there was there was one toilet for lots of people and i had to quickly go and when i went into the toilet it was rank and disgusting i I won't go into the detail but it was horrendous and i didn't want to touch every anything at all but i had to go no you leave and you find another one i had to right so i looked at everything i thought i can do this without touching anything external to my body. I really wish people could see my face right now. <laughs> and so I thought I was going to do this and move on with my life because that, that, that it's not going to flush what servers in there. And so I did what I had to do and then I walked out and there was a lady standing there and <laughs> I was like, and I was like, it's not me. I didn't, that's not me. <laughs> you know who says it's not me? The person who it is. And, I, and, and she was like so nicely dressed and everything. I thought, I can't, I hope I never, I can remember her eyes. Like <laughs> They pierced your soul. They did. You know what? Next time remind me about the story of the person looking at me in the shower and I, I remember the person's eyeball. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. Angel, yes. there you go. Yes. That's for you. See, we action feedback we received. Correct. We've actioned a lot yes. of feedback yes. we've received. To finish. Yeah. Christmas. You have a gigantic Santa that Caroline yes. hates. Karen, she's not a fan of it. Tacky, I think, is what she said. <laughs> she did. Uh, you have a giant Santa that tells you yes. exactly how many Well, we've got to do it. We have to do it manually every day. Change it. To Christmas. Yes. And it's perfect. I love it. Yes. What are you most looking forward to between now and the next episode, the Christmas live? What do you want to share with the people? What am I looking forward to? Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind was actually, and I don't know if this is relevant to your question so much, but um, it's probably not going no, to No, no, but it's I okay. I can see you no, already no, no, it's nothing. It's nothing interesting. It's probably boring. But um, next Wednesday night we're going out for dinner, the four of us, because my kids finish exams. So... At the moment, that's all I'm kind of. Are you wearing a Santa suit? I saw some really good Santa stuff the other. You know what? Can I just say? You know, I've got that Santa jumper with the nose. <laughs> yes. I thought. I want to explain to the listeners. So I've got a Santa. Oh, not a Santa. I've got a Christmas it's, it's jumper. It's a reindeer, and it's got a reindeer on it. But the reindeer's nose is three physical. dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's like a little round nub. It's a it's a red pom pom. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone comes past and plays with it. <laughs> and so, anyway, I had an important... And you can wear that in Melbourne oh, I had Christmas an important because thing on, it's cold. Talking about filtering clothes. Did we talk about filtering clothes earlier? Curating clothes. Curating clothes. I said to this, I was going to this thing, I thought, I'm going to wear that. And at the last minute I thought, no, Hendo, no, 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 no. Curate that bad boy out. I'm like, <laughs> that's I a was, really good question that came in. Yeah, I really like that one. I'm thinking about it a lot because I wanted to curate in, but old noggin here said no, <laughs> curate out. 
we've got a mortgage to pay <laughs> and a really big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you? Same question to you. Like, I mine feels a bit lame, but that's just that's when you said it. That's well, the- I mean, it is, but um, what am I looking forward to? Yes. So we're not from Melbourne. No. Um, I moved to Melbourne originally for twelve months. I was moving back to Sydney, then I met. Oh, you're doing so much of the story peripheral here. <laughs> I am. I've learned from the best. <laughs> then I met Shiv and we just never moved back. So every year we do what we call an orphan's Christmas and it's a Christmas celebration oh. for our friends that are like us, that oh. don't have family around. And we do it because also all of our friends are pilots. And so a lot of them are working on Christmas Day. So they're actually not around anyway. Yes. So we have Orphans Christmas coming up. Yeah. It's our sixth year doing it. On Christmas Day? No, we do it a couple of weekends before. It's coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. And so we're getting ready for that. It's the best because it means I can decorate our whole house. Yes. And when I go to buy things like Christmas napkins, I can accidentally drop into the trolley some more Christmas paraphernalia for the house. Yep. Because I think I told you that Shiv doesn't want me to buy any more Christmas things. That's not his choice. No. No, Shiv. (laughs) (laughs) He just... Like, we've got seven hey, boxes. You fly of- planes, we decorate. <laughs> I decorate yeah. the house. We've got seven boxes of Christmas stuff. So, um, <laughs> also, if you're looking for Christmas trees, I want to do as our absolute final thing on the agenda. Yeah. Because Scott's like, wrap this up. Cut this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're looking for some good Christmas things, yeah, including real Christmas trees uh, where the money goes to a good cause, the Rotary clubs around, they often do yeah, okay. Christmas trees. Yeah, I think that's where we buy and our they're, stuff. I don't know how much they're priced at, but the money goes to yeah. really good things. Well, so I would suggest your local Rotary clubs could be a great place to go. That's a good idea. I mean, look, I do think that anyway because when I go to Mars to buy stuff, it goes to the, the shareholders. So that's great <laughs> yeah. to give back to them too. And also Rotary is <laughs> going to sponsor us now. How great. Another sponsor. <laughs> yeah, another sponsor. Um, I still think a good business is... Um, they could hire us to go decorate their Christmas house. Uh, I think it's going to be a 2024 business yeah. for us, for yes. sure. So yes. we're available from the beginning of October. Yeah, correct. First of October. Yep. And we can do a Halloween Christmas theme yep. and then we can yep. remove the Halloween. Imagine though if you just got somebody, you go, oh, okay, pay you guys or whatever, and you just turn up the next day, bang. Bang. Everything's up. Done. Love yep. it. Put it on a post-it note. Well, I hope everyone's enjoyed today's episode. Yes. We have enjoyed it. We're getting very close to our Christmas live episode. Yep. We'll be, we'll be putting some we'll be putting some details out. But stay kind, be fabulous, and good luck and go get them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>